Blog Talk Radio. Breathe. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to PGN Prophetic Grace Network. I am one half of your host, Terrence. And I am your other half of your host, Tanisha. And today is, I don't even know the date, 
Today is July 12th. It's 2023, 7:11 p.m. Central Standard Time. And welcome in. Welcome to the show. Welcome. <laughs> Grateful to be here. <clears throat> I mean, we always uh, have been having this opportunity to be here. Uh, when I first was introduced to uh, PGN back in 2016, 2017. Well, it's 2016. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, the time has passed. We've seen people uh, that we connected with uh, come and go. Yeah. Uh, some by voluntary means, and uh, some by death. You know, transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen um, Mother Ruth uh, transition, uh, Brother Kenny uh, transition. I remember doing shows with them, and I remember uh, Kenny first was doing his first show. Mm-hmm. How he reached out and connected. Uh, with with me and, and asked me, you know, to come in and support, and I was there, you know, to 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 help him, uh, and, and, and to be praying with him as he embarked on being in a position to really share with God's people what God is saying. Mm-hmm. And you know, on the receiving end, you just you take it, 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 and and you 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 always seeking to get what it is that you want, you know, from it, and. A lot of times people don't take into account what what is being given, you know, um, and, and what 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 has to take place in order for someone to give you what God is, 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 is saying, things that they've never heard before and to share with a complete stranger in hopes that is right. <laughs> but God was dealing with me earlier this week, well, not just earlier this week, he shared with me uh, a long time ago, but he brought it back to my remembrance this week of of how we have to walk in confidence in him, you know, like like being being in, in, in confidence with him because the burden of proof is not on you. He, he tells us, you know, uh, to um, cast all our cares upon him for he cares for us. He tells us that his burdens are light and his yoke is easy, right? And so we, when, when, when Christ gave his life for us, and he shed his blood and he rose from the dead, he provided an avenue for us to release every burden possible. Any and every burden that could weigh you down he is there to take it all away, remove the burden. So the burden of proof is on is on the Father, the Word of God, because you're not speaking from yourself. You you are regurgitating, you are spreading and sharing the Word of God, and so the burden is on God to prove that His Word is true. And and to them that believe, all things are possible. And so 
God is, is relieving us of this burden of, of, of proof. You know, a lot of us have been holding back and not saying things and not doing particular things because we're really concerned about, man, this is, this is real. You know, what if, should I say this or, or how are they going to, you know, think of me after this and this, that, and other? I'm here to tell you tonight uh, to kill that, to kill that thought, to kill that idea. Uh, we, 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 we speak against that, that mindset that the devil tries to, to those thoughts he tries to give us to give up, those thoughts he tries to give us to second guess what God is saying. Because any time that you try to get involved in something, yes, you already messed it up. All God wants you to do is to be willing. You know, be, be willing to share what he's saying. Be connected to him and so that he can trust to give you what he needs to give somebody else. Because he loves all of us the same. He loves all of us. I don't care how long you've been a Presbyterian, Missionary, Baptist, Episcopal Church under Dr. Evelyn Omar, whoever, for how many years he didn't study divinity and all of that. None of that going to get you into heaven. None of that. Your membership ain't going to get you there. How many degrees you got ain't going to get you there. How much you know ain't going to get you there. The acceptance of Jesus Christ as the, as the son, as the son. Of God, the only begotten son of God who walked this earth, who was born of a virgin, who gave his life on Calvary. He like, like we, we say they killed him, but the scripture, you know, debunks that. They say he laid down his life. So for those that want to think that people killed Jesus, you know, that's, I understand. I get it. You know, that's just where you are. I get it. But when you talk about the truth, the scripture said he laid down his life. So in other words, he decided that it was time for his life to be given as ransom Mm -hmm. for the redemption, for the remission of our sins to bring us back into right standards of the Father because of our fall in the garden. Because of our disobedience, God still made a way to, 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 to wipe that out, to remember it no more. To be as if that it didn't even exist, that didn't even happen, <laughs> all because of the blood. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful to know um, that Jesus lives. I'm grateful to know that that He gave His life uh, for all of us, not just for me, but He gave it for for all of us. And because He gave, we are in position to be givers. And so we have to learn how to give and give and give and give. And so as, 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 as we do receive, ain't nothing wrong with receiving, nothing wrong with receiving, but make sure that your heart is in the posture of a giver first. Because Scripture talks about that it's better to give than to receive. You know, receiving, it, it's going to happen. But that shouldn't be your focus. Your focus should be on what you're going to give, what you're going to provide. God is going to make sure you get all you need. So that's that's like that's that's part of the process of your giving, of being the giver first. You will receive. But the world wants to take, wants to focus you and, and switch you to only focus about what you can get. Go get your money. 
Live your life. Do your thing. <laughs> it's your truth. Speak your truth. Tell your truth. You know, and, and, and these are the gimmicks that Satan sets up and and, and, and and really puts us in and we really go along with it with good intentions, not even knowing that what we're doing is 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 not in the will of God. It's, it's not scripturally founded in anything. But 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 we're a part of it. It's a part of our culture, it's a part of our society. And so the scripture constantly reveals itself about us being born in sin, shaping in iniquity. Um, and Shanice was talking earlier about the, you know, the sins of omission and commission. You know, there are things that we know that we do that, that are wrong and that are against God. And there are a lot of things that we do that we do not know that, that are not aligned to the will of God. And that's why we, we, that's why his grace is sufficient and his mercy endure forever because he knows far more than what we'll ever be able to learn and, and or think on. You know, just the moment you think you got it all together, and it, it, it's in that moment that you're living the biggest lie. Period. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to encourage you. <laughs> I know it don't sound much like encouragement, but the truth is what sets you free. The truth is what makes your situation different from everybody else. You're able to walk in with, with, with a firm step because when a firm foundation is the truth. The firm foundation is the word of God. And if we're going to step and we're going to make those, those steps, we got to be walking on in, in the truth. We have to walk in the truth. So, therefore, we have to know the truth. We have to know the truth. We have to know what the word of God says. About our situation. What what is God saying about our situation? What is God saying about this day? Because yes, 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 the Bible days are not over. The Bible days are still going on. We are living in Bible times still to this day. <laughs> Jesus hasn't returned. We're still in the Bible. All the prophecies had been fulfilled. Yet we haven't seen all of that. Yet we know it's coming. So we're still in Bible time. So we are a part of history. We are a part of history. And I pray that we, we, we know our positions and learn our positions and understand our role uh, in the kingdom of God so that we can do what is needed here, here in this earth. We have to do what is needed here in the earth. Because what, what what we do here matters. What we don't do here matters. And so I encourage everybody to understand to take on the heart of, of a giver, take on the posture of a giver, because uh, well, Acts of an Acts it it it, it 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 talks about being being that it's it's, it's best to give than than to receive. It's it's, it's it's definitely better to give than to receive. So what are you giving? What are you giving? Because a lot of people are here giving people pure hell. Just giving it to them. Just giving it to them. 
But that's that's not that's not the the makeup. That's not the dynamics. That's not what 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 God requires. You know, God God requires us that us to be honest with each other, not afraid of the times we in. Us as believers shouldn't be around here with the with 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 what walking in fear, walking in doubt, walk. Walking in in, in 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 worry. How you worried about what the enemy is doing when you got the blueprint on his all his moves? <laughs> that makes no sense to me whatsoever. You serving the ones that has already finished it all according to the scripture. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. You worry about bills. You worry about everything that's going on. You worry about food. You worry about health. You worry about traffic. You worry about the, 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 the economy. You worry about housing markets. You worry about children. You worry about the state of man. Why are you worried about any of things? Do those things still exist? Yes, they do. But according to the scripture, all of that has already been conquered. And it's because of our faith. Our faith allows us to see what God has said. They're telling you, you know, step up in your faith, for real. Like, you, you, you won't have faith for that that you don't know, that that you don't believe in. Mm-hmm. Period. My wife just came in, just sat down in her little chair. I ain't asked now a question about, are you going to hold me up? Are, are you made for this job? I ain't had now a conversation with this chair, but the expectation was there. She knew what it was made to do, and so she positioned herself to, to do what it was made to do. Take a seat. And so when Jesus says that he that it is finished, sit down in it. When, when, when the scriptures say greater works we should do. Because we did not see, but yet we believe. Sit down in it. You, you sure, Lord? You know this. The food is terrible out here. I don't know how to eat. Blah, 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 blah. Man, we have every concern in the world. But when Jesus left us to go prepare their place, he said, I will not leave you comfortless. I'm going to leave you the Holy Spirit, which will what, teach you all things. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit will teach you how to eat. Holy Spirit will teach you how to think. Holy Spirit will teach you how to live. Holy Spirit will teach you how to love. Yourself, and then that'll be reciprocated out to others. Holy Spirit would teach you and always prepare you for what's coming. It'll always prepare you in advance. <laughs> you know, uh, man, we have we have a lot of. Uh, uh, Steps. We have a lot of directions. We have a lot of blueprints. 
on how to get things done. Ain't nothing wrong with this. The problem is, is that when we begin to trust the process over the creator of the process. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because in any process, there may be some adjustments that have to be made. But if you just follow in the process from A to Z, you don't leave room for God. And you know, God, he, he does everything decently in order. And, and, and he wants us to be disciplined. He wants us to plan things because we're made in his image and after his likeness. God has a plan for our lives, so you should have a plan for yours. You know, it makes sure that your plan is lined up and is in sync with the plan that he got for the life he gave you. That's the plan for your life to trust God. <laughs> you got you to gotta give up your, your, uh, um, your worldly plan. Because most people worldly plans, they don't consider them worldly. I want to be in a position to take care of my family. That's it. Now, your family is huge. Now, I want to make sure that we, we get an understanding of what you mean by family. Because your family ain't just who, who's in your household. When, when you come into the, the body of Christ, you, you come in connection with a whole bunch of family members. We got to think bigger than ourselves because there's a very selfish spirit that, goes, that, that, that is out here in this world. And I see it uh, uh, attacking uh, the, the believers. The believers are, are, are talking just like the, the, the people outside. I got to get mine. I got to go for mine. And you ain't put no effort to go help nobody. Ask yourself, what have you done for somebody else today? Have you even just given somebody a thumbs up on something? Like, is it always centered about what it is you want? That ain't what Jesus came for. Jesus Jesus came to do what God wanted, right? And so him being the example was a total selfless life. Even though what he wanted was what the father wanted, he was willing to sacrifice everything still for what he wanted. And what and, and, and what I mean by that is I know in the flesh, the flesh did not want to die. Mm-hmm. The flesh did not want to taste pain. And go through none of that. So a lot of us identify with how our flesh feels. And so we correlate with who we are based on how we feel. And that's not truly who we are. The spirit then gives instructions based on what God is saying. So once you're in tune with the spirit, you put the flesh aside. So when you answer to the spirit, you're focusing on what it is that God wants. And so when 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 you line up your will to what God wants, then you get what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want because the real you ain't in this flesh. That's why you hear people. How how, how could God? How could God be man? <laughs> <laughs> 
it all is the same thing. Well, you know, he tells you clearly in the spirit, God is a spirit. And if you've looked in the mirror lately, you can understand that your voice ain't nothing you can feel. I ain't never, like, laid hands on nobody's voice. But I hear it. I receive it. It exists. Because there it is. It's right. I, I hear it right now. So God, in, 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 his, in, in, in all of his splendor, to come to earth, it could be equal. Anything down here in the earth is lower than the heaven. And so, so in the earth, you, know, you have to get into a body. And anything in the flesh is going to be considered a child, a creation. <laughs> But that's for those that really want this, this, they're seeking and they want to know. A lot of people just want to argue mm-hmm. and try to prove how ignorant they are more and more. And so you, you got to be wise about this. But my point tonight is, is, is to really just focus on really being the giver and understanding that, it, that it's better to give uh, than to receive. And so, but you got to realize, ask yourself, what, what are you giving yourself? You got to give yourself an opportunity to grow. You got to give yourself an opportunity to learn. You got to give yourself an opportunity to develop. To develop. And if, and if you're not doing that for yourself, there ain't nothing you can do for anybody else but cause them problems and issues. And I see that a lot in the body of Christ. A lot of educated people that know scripture, but they're not being led by the spirit of God to share it. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good word. Yeah. Which is fine. But God still, God speaks to you now because he's, God is alive. Like, like, God is the God of the living. So we, you know, we, we, we ain't dead. He speaks right now. He speaks. And so I just encourage us to, to really tap in, 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 in into what, what are you giving? Because it's better to give, literally. It truly is. What are you giving? Outside of what you're trying to give yourself every day, what are you giving somebody else? A smile at a, at a, what we consider a stranger to change the trajectory of somebody's life. But instead, the society we live in molds you to hide yourself because you're afraid of what somebody's going to do. You don't want to draw attention to yourself. You ought to hear how we talk when we get out. You know how we talk when we get out. I ain't just, I'm not just preaching to the choir. You know, this is a two-edged sword. It's a lot of areas I, I need to work on and build up on. I ain't just, this is, I'm not just sharing this word just for everybody else. This is for me, too. This is for us. This is for all of us. This is God speaking. All you got to do is think about what he did for you. Think about what he did for all of us. 
And you ain't got to do that. <laughs> you ain't got to do that. But at least you could do a smile at somebody, a stranger, a wave. At least you could do is not be afraid and allow the state of the world to worry you. The least you could do is put all your trust in the Lord. That's the least. But I encourage you to walk strong and, 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 and tall and, and, and walk in confidence in the Lord and, and position yourself within to be a giver. Oh, Jesus, I ain't got nothing to kill. That's a lie. You got plenty to give. Ask the Lord, what should you give? He said, that's my word. When you first came on, you started talking about how the Lord was talking to you about confidence. Mm-hmm. And unbeknownst to you, the Lord had given me for um, scripture for tonight, Hebrews 10, 35, mm-hmm. which out of the Amplify says, Do not therefore fling away your fearless confidence, for it has a glorious and great reward. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, we, we need that. We need confidence in the Lord because we're seeing a lot of people walking in fear. There's a lot of scary headlines. There's a lot of scary things happening in the world. But just because it's scary doesn't mean that we need to be fearful. Mm-hmm. We have to have our, our, our fearless confidence in the, in the Lord because it has a glorious and great reward. Because a lot of times fear will cause you to, to be stagnant. Fear will cause you to pivot. Fear will cause you to not leave your home. Fear will cause you to make decisions. And fear-based decisions are not God decisions. Mm-hmm. Because the Lord hasn't given us a, a spirit of fear. Um, so that's something that we really need to, to build up mm-hmm. is our confidence in God. Because like Terrence said, I sat in my chair. I didn't think about it. And, and so if God said it, then you need to settle it in your mind. You don't have to think about that. You don't have to mull it over. What, what did God say about it? Mm-hmm. And be confident in that. Because you're confident that you're going to get your paycheck every two weeks or every week or every Wednesday or however you get paid. You're confident that your car is going to start in the morning. You're confident that whatever you're putting in your tank is actual 89 octave gas or whatever. You're confident about the food that you buy at the grocery store and eat. Mm-hmm. Confident that your house, when you lock your door, that nobody can get in. Like we, we, It's not hard. Because people try to make it seem like, oh, it's hard to have that type of blind confidence. You have a type of blind confidence every day. You have the faith for it. You're just not putting it in the right thing. You, you, you got your faith directed wrong. You need to redirect your faith. Put your faith and hope in Christ. Because like Terrence and I were talking about earlier too, the only thing that lasts is, 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 is what you do for Christ. That's it. Everything else is, is, is temporal. Everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why Jesus is the ultimate example because like Terrence just said, he came with the mission to die. His whole life was centered around the purpose that God had for him. And unbeknownst to us, or maybe known to us, that's all of our lives. Mm-hmm. We, we all should be living selfless lives because all this stuff here is just temporary. We get caught up. We get caught up in the things and the glitz and the glamour and the, 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 the fame and the fortune and the attention and the this, that, and the other, the accolades and the, and, and, and the well wishes and the, the pedestal living, we get caught up in all of it. 
But really, we're here just like Jesus came for a purpose. We're here for a purpose, too, that, that is to affect other people. But we, we don't focus on that. We, we have our own plans, our own agendas, right? I want to have this many kids. I want this, that, and the other. I want yada, yada. We make all these plans and don't even consult the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because we'll say, well, it's my life, when really it's not your life. It's his life, because if it was yours, you'd have control over it. You don't. You can't even. You don't even know when you're gonna leave this side of eternity. If it's yours, you would have total and complete control over it, but you don't. If it was yours, you would control everything about your life. You you don't even control how you look. Now, I mean, they got doctors and surgeries and stuff, so we're not counting that. They still don't be looking the way they want to look. No. They be lying to themselves. They be looking puff stuffed and. Just a mess, but it's not yours. Because if it was, how is it that you have no control over it? You didn't control a race. You didn't control the country you were born in. You can't. You didn't control your height, your body proportions, your voice, your facial features, your hair color. None of that. Eye color. You you want to claim yours so bad only because you have the uh, the the mechanical control over it, but you don't control nothing else. If you if you look at the percentage of what you control compared to what you can't control, how do you feel confident that is yours? You got the least amount of control. <laughs> but we'll, we'll holler from the rooftop. It's man life. Those the lies that we get caught up in, mm-hmm. and that's the self evaluation self evaluation that we really need to take when it comes down to scripture, because that's that's the only and truth, the purest. Self-evaluation that that we can have—that's the true sift um, that 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 can can identify all of the snags and the unwanted materials that that, that have been clogged up in in your life. Is to sift it through the Word of God and really ask yourself daily, man, because you have to check your heart, your your, your heart conditions, and, and your heart has been shaped by 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 your world that you were born in. Mm-hmm. You know, for for you to think, for for the scriptures to tell us that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, that means there is no man walking that has not sinned. There is no woman walking that has not sinned. Mm-hmm. So there is no perfect person that you're going to be, oh, I'm a dynamic individual. That's great. But they still have sinned. They were made great through Christ. It's because of his blood that they are who they are. Mm-hmm. It is nothing that they've done on their own. That's why we should always give God praise. That's why we should always trust him, period. He controls people. You ain't got to be worried about no murderers. You ain't got to be worried about no pedophiles. You ain't got to be worried about no transgenders and or or. Or atheists, you ain't got to be worried about no, no, whatever is out there. You do not have to worry about that. Jesus gave his life for it. That's already been conquered. Mm-hmm. He wants your trust. And you walk in confidence and you put them demons in their place. Okay, they can kill your body. But not yourself. 
Is your soul secure? We try to secure the best health. We be around here spending bukus of dollars in, for this flesh. Now, I'm not saying don't take care of your body because the Bible speaks about the body as the temple mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit, so you should. But you're not supposed to worship your body. You worship the Lord. You worship him until we get that. Because the day is coming where you really going to have to know. Matter of fact, the time is now. It's not even coming. It has already arrived. That's why this word is going forth. Jesus wants your trust. He wants your confidence in him. Because as you're confident in him, He'll grow confidence in you and be able to release some things to you. So you can do some things in there. Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm just so tired of this. You know, a lot of us are in positions right now, and we're tired. Strictly because of why we are there. You got to ask yourself, why are you where you are? Were you placed there by God, or did you put yourself there because of the money? And you was like, that's a good opportunity. I'm going to take it, but you're miserable. Huh. Talk to somebody. Miserable. But we come against that misery. Tonight in Jesus' name, we just ask that the Lord um, opens us up to be who he's called all of us to be and that we walk in our divine call with with boldness and assurance and confidence and knowing that we are the righteousness of God, that we have been made free because of his blood, that greater works will come through our hands. Mm-hmm. We don't need him. Because he said it. You know what I mean? I'm like, I got to know what he said. What's the first thing we talk to our kids about? You, you know what I told you, right? And they be like, yeah. Then you ask, why you didn't do it? Uh, I don't know why. But you knew what to do. So just get ready for them consequences. Don't be sitting up here. Wondering why certain things are in life. You need to be going into the mirror and asking yourself, you know, like, you need to evaluate. Because some of us, you know, cause our own issues, and some of us are going through things that are in our bloodline, sins of our fathers and stuff, you know. But whatever you're going to do, you're going to suffer for his name's sake. So don't be afraid to suffer. Mm-hmm. But you can suffer in peace. Get out of here. Ooh. Man, you can have peace in the midst of what others consider to be suffering, man. That's so true. It, uh, oh, 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 man. The taxes are going up. Yeah, they are. Things are getting so expensive. Yeah, they are. I ain't missed a meal. I ain't missed a meal. We're still in our home. We still have everything that God blessed us with, even during these times of what we consider fi- financial uh, uh, 
struggles, whether the uh, financial deficiencies or whatever it is, mm-hmm. God takes care of it. The righteous would never be forsaken, nor his seed to be. You got to know these things in order to believe these things. If you don't believe, know them, you can't believe them or have an expectation for it. Right. And that's knowing it gives you peace. I went through a situation in life well before I met you where I didn't have no job. I didn't have no money. I, I, I needed things. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't once. Mm-hmm. I needed things. Mm-hmm. And what gave me peace in my suffering mm-hmm. was that scripture. Mm-hmm. Never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread. And I, I, I kept telling myself that. Mm-hmm. I am the righteousness of God. Absolutely. So I'm not forsaken. Even though it, it, it feels a little forsaky, but <laughs> I knew I wasn't. And every time God came through and my yeah. needs were met, right. maybe some of my wants I, I wasn't able to get, but every need was met. Every need. And when you're in a position where you're just trying to get your needs met, you ain't even think about your wants. You, you become so grateful for those needs being met that when you are in a position again for once, I mean, it's just like the icing on the cake. Yeah. I was just happy for the need to be met, but you don't have peace a lot of the times because you don't know what God has said about a certain situation. I knew that despite what my situation looked like, I knew what the word said. So the situation was, was telling lies. So I had to put the situation up on what the word says, like, look, situation, I know what you think this is, but this is what it really is. Mm-hmm. And I would speak that word over myself, and I would pray that word, and I would pray it even to God, Lord, I need you to come through because your word says mm-hmm. this. I know you're going to do it. Absolutely. I pray the word back to the Lord like he didn't know it. But I mean, I know he knew it, but I'm just showing I know it too, Lord. So I know you're going to do it for me. So a lot of the times we, we get all up in arms and in a, in a twist because we're ignorant to the word of God. We put all this time and energy into entertainment, mm-hmm. right? Like the big story right now is the, the, the Hollywood strike, right? The writers are on strike. And today, the the, um, the union or the association, whoever is in charge of their money, said they're going to bleed them out and that their goal is to stall it until they start losing their homes and apartments and that it's a necessary evil. Like this is what was reported today. And people are just so, in, oh, my TV show. Oh, what's going to happen to my movies? Who cares? That's a good thing. Maybe the Lord is setting it up to rip all those things from you so that you put your focus on what's important and not being entertained. Entertained is make-believe. It's a world of pure imagination. <laughs> we caught up in, in, in chocolate factories and Oompa Loompas when we need to be knowing what the Word of God says because it's getting real in the world. And you're going to get caught up in it if you don't know, one, that you're not, you're, 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 you're not part of it. You're just in it. And two, if you don't know what the word of God has to say about the things that's going down. You know how many believers I saw foaming at the mouth when COVID hit? Mm. I mean, just falling apart. Oh, any little sneeze, sniff. Oh, oh I got, I got the bed. I got it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Be for real. Like, falling apart. Meanwhile, I was quoting Psalm 91. Like, you know, they showing reports of 
you know, uh, tents and stuff with so many bodies, they don't have enough to store them in a hospital. I'm like, whoa, that sounds like they're dying by the thousands. Mm-hmm. Thousand may fall on your right, ten thousand at your left. Like that's the way I looked at it. That, that ain't gonna touch me and mine because I know what the word of God says. And so it's like when 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 it starts getting funky in this world, because it's gonna get funky, especially here in the states. You better be prepared for bank closures, evictions, car repossessions. You know, people losing it, people on edge because. You know, they can't afford certain things and luxuries. You know, you, you take a privileged person and, and, and snatch your luxuries. You're going to see something else. You're going to see night of the living dead. Because people get accustomed to certain things and, and, and the privilege be real. And when you take a privileged person and, and take away their privileges, you see a, a different type of person. People scared of the ghettos. They'll be scared of the privileged having their privileges taken. Mm. If you're going to be scared of anything. <laughs> Concern yourself with that because people be feeling comfy cozy in certain parts. Oh no, because I'm not from the ghetto. I'm, I'm not in the ghetto. I don't live in the ghetto. I live in the burbs. Find some burb people and, and, and snatch away their creature comforts, and you're going to see something worse than what you'll see in the hood. But you need to know what the Word of God has to say about all the stuff that's going down now that we see and don't see. Because there's stuff going on behind the scenes that you wouldn't even believe. There's all sorts of stuff. What, what you going to do when, 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 the, when the aliens come forth, right? Because that's what they're plotting on now, the aliens. They're, they're, they're slowly putting it out there, and, 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 and pretty soon they're going to bring out aliens, and that's going to be something. Well, see, that's, there's no God because if there was a God, there would be aliens. So just be ready for that. It sounds very sci-fi, but I'm telling you it's going to happen. They're going to say that, that, there's, that aliens are real. I'm talking intergalactic beings in, in flying saucers, aliens. For all we know, they might have a conversation. They might have a, a, a linguistics expert crack the code of their language, and they might start talk, talking all this stuff, which is going to start making even more people fall away from the truth of God because they're going to say, oh, there's, certainly there's not one God if there's aliens, and they, they can communicate, yada, yada. Just be, just be prepared. I might sound cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but I'm telling you now, it's going to happen. They, there's stuff they're already plotting on. And you need to be secure in what the word of God has to say. And you have to be secure in the truth because if if that happens, if the United States says, oh, aliens are real and they produce an alien and, and have a linguistics expert uh, translate their language, you think it's not going to have you question things? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with things being questioned, but you better have the right answers. Because the wrong answers is going to be curtains. The word of God talks about there's going to be a great falling away. How, how do you think there's going to be a great falling away? You think everybody's going to trip on a rock and fall? No, there's going to be things that happen in this world that's going to, make, that's going to shake people's faith up. It's going to make them question things. When mermaids start appearing and all this other crazy stuff, you think people ain't going to start questioning stuff? <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> okay. It's coming. And people are going to fall away because they're going to say, well, if mermaids and aliens are real, then maybe there is no one, you know, one God. Or maybe we're all just united in, in, in as, as beings in this universe. There's going to be some universal religion that they're going to try to push. Not, not some, some God of, 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 of humans, right, that made humans in his own image. Because, right, we're, humans are the only creation that's made in the image of God, humans. Not cats, not dogs, right? 
humans. Man, man, meaning mankind, was made in the image of God. But if they start bringing out all this other stuff, they go, oh, no, that, surely that's not the truth if, there's a, if that God is only the God of man because there's other stuff. There's aliens and, and, and star people and, 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 and mermaids and this, that, and the other and all other stuff. So who made them if, if, if God is only, you know, the God of, of, of man and only made man in his image? How, what's all these other things that the Bible doesn't talk about? Mm-hmm. So they're going to create some universal religion and people are going to follow it. There, there's not a great follow, 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 following, <laughs> falling away. <laughs> there's not a great falling away without a great deception. People don't fall away easily, right? And especially in mass numbers, a great falling away. That doesn't happen with 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 little small things. That takes great deception. So you better start getting knowing what's going on in the Word of God and quit just wanting to be entertained all day. Know what's going on, right? Because like Tara said, we serve a living God. He didn't write the Bible and go take a vacation and hope that we figure it out. No, he's omnipresent. He's here. He's alive. He's with you. He sent, you have the Holy Spirit to, to lead you into all truth. Mm-hmm. You need to be consulting him every single day because all sorts of stuff's going on. It's like they passed, the FDA passed where now they can sell Franken, Franken chicken, right? It's lab created, chicken sales. Like they're not already doing it, but I mean, now, now they quote, now, yeah, right now, now we know, but we've been knowing it, right? We've been knowing it. For <laughs> real, Lord been dealing with somebody about dealing with you about giving up meat. Right. You gotta, you have to stop thinking about like what you're losing. Right. Or some type of punishment or things like that. But but look at it as a rescue. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of believers, you know, in recent years have told me that they've been feeling led to stop eating meat. They didn't know why. Maybe because this Franken food is coming. Right. We don't know what they're going to be putting in. I don't eat meat personally. I'm pescatarian. So I eat seafood, but I don't eat like chicken or beef, pork, um, lamb. I, I don't eat um, non-sea meat. But um, And I know that it's going to come a time where I'm not even going to eat sea meat. But um, with, them, with them now publicly saying that this Franken chicken is okay to sell in restaurants and stores and stuff. Franken beef is coming and Franken pork and all sorts of Franken food. Franken right. Franken people definitely are coming. Yeah. You don't think that they're not trying to lab create humans. You, <laughs> you're sadly mistaken. So um, you, you need to know the truth because they're going to be putting all sorts of stuff out there and, and, and you're not going to know what to believe or what not to believe. And then you have people that's going to speak the truth and they're going to try to label them, you know, part of the tinfoil hat society. But it's funny that the tinfoil hat people are the ones that the stuff that they've been saying has been panning out to be true. So you need to be consulting the Holy Spirit to lead you into all truth. So that's, that's the word says that he'll do it. So he will do it. 
or you're going to fall away. Mm-hmm. Right? You already know about the falling away. Secure yourself, anchor yourself in the word of God, anchor yourself in your relationship with Christ so that you don't, because it, it sounds, you know, like, oh, man, that sounds so far-fetched, but we're, we're, we're on the cusp of that, of these things happening, especially the alien thing. That's going to happen soon. Real quick story, and then we're going to pray. But I used to work with this guy, and I've told you guys this before on the show, but maybe there's somebody listening who wasn't listening before, but back when I was probably like 22, 21, 22, yeah. So that was 22 years ago. I used to work with this guy who's a believer, and he would wear this shirt all the time, and it was just an alien with one of those red slashes, right? No alien. So my friends and I, we used to always, we used to just cook that guy. Oh, here comes No Alien. That was our name for him. I don't even remember what his real name was, but we used to call him No Alien, older guy. So one day we're outside, and He's outside. He was a nice guy, too. And he just asked, like, what's, what, what's with the shirt? Like, you wear this shirt all the time, no alien. And he said God told him that a time was going to come where they were going to release aliens and it was going to cause a falling away. And this and that. Like, he went on and on into great detail. And so he said that was his way of spreading it without sounding like a kook, basically. He didn't want to be on the sidewalk, right, holding a sign up looking like the crazy uncle. He wanted people to hear the message, so he wore the shirt to trigger people to ask him about it so that he could share the message that guy had given him about it without coming off as a kook. (laughs) And when he said it, I believed him. That's one thing I remember the most. I didn't think he was kooky. I didn't think he was strange. I didn't think he sat on corners talking to his dead aunt Mildred on his shoes. I believed him. I was like, what he's saying is true. It's like my spirit man was like, oh, yeah, that's the truth. Like the Holy Spirit in me said, oh, yeah, that's true. I believed him immediately. And, uh, yeah, I know that it's coming, that whole alien thing. It's, it's coming. If you really pay attention to the stories, I like to stay on top of the news. Not that I believe it, but just to see what are they, what's the propaganda today? You know, what are they feeding people? What, what, what are they trying to put in people's heads? What are they trying to, where are they trying to navigate people? So I like to stay on top of that. I like to be aware. Um, but I started, you know, as early as last year, seeing more stories about these UFO sightings, right? And first they were from, you know, kind of not as known websites and sources now some of the, 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 the more mainstream ones are even reporting these types of things, right? Before it was like momandpop.com. Now it's like the, you know, the ones that have more of a reputation of being credible news sources are starting to pick up on these stories. So I'm like, oh, we're getting closer. You know, I can think about this, oh, no alien in his shirt. I'm like, oh, they're, they're trying to, Slowly, slowly put that in there, right, about the, the, the aliens. The aliens are coming. <laughs> so, like I said, it sounds crazy, but I believe it. I believed it when, when no alien told me. And even as I, I study stories, and even just personally things God has told me, God has told me personally. I, didn't, I don't just believe that this alien thing is going to happen because of a guy wearing a shirt or some, you know, uh, drummed up stories. 
God has told me this too. You know, there's a lot of things that God told me even in my in, in my very young youth um, that sounded so far-fetched, but now we're on the cusp of it, and the Lord's like, yeah, it's about to happen. It's like grocery stores are going to shut down at some point. They're going to shut down. They're going to ration things out. They're going to make it where I saw a story where um, there some stores already have it where in order to, like, buy from the store, you have to use your your fingerprint, like your hand, do like a hand scan, kind of like how a biometric, right? Like with your phone, how like with my phone, um, I can, I open my phone with my thumbprint, right? Biometric. So there's nothing scary or spooky about that, right? That's, that's technology that's been around. Like even people that have iPhones can open the phone with their face and that kind of thing. So they've already kind of softened us to that type of technology, but it's going to expand, of course, to be where, you know, you have to have the mark of the beast in order to um, buy or sell. But right now they're, they're, they're pushing the idea of that's how you pay for your stuff to eliminate fraud and all that kind of stuff where you just use like a, your, your thumbprint, just like opening your phone. So um, that's going to come where, where you can't just go to the grocery store. I know a lot of believers, like a lot of believers last year and even the year before said that they felt compelled to start to stop eating meat, and I'm noticing a lot more believers are compelled to start farming, right, growing their own food. Terrence and I started that. We started um, a garden and all that kind of stuff. Um, because the time is going to come where you're not going to just be able to go to the store all willy-nilly and get your tomatoes or your apples. If you don't have an apple tree or somebody you can barter with, you're not going to be able to get apples, not without that mark. Um, and, and we are the generation we're going to see the, that, the mark. We're going to see the Antichrist, so. Let's do a collective prayer, and then we'll pray over everybody. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for another day and another opportunity to come before you and to um, to just speak what you're speaking, to glorify you, to sharpen one another, to love on one another, to love on you, to give you glory, honor, and praise. And, Lord, I just um, ask that Terrence and I would uh, decrease and you would increase, that you would give your people what they need tonight, that you would encourage them that you would love on them, that you would give them peace, that you would give them confidence and, 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 and help them to know that, that they really don't have problems. It feels like a problem. It even looks like a problem. But because they already have solutions and answers, they don't really truly have problems. Give them that type of confidence so that they can sleep soundly, so that their anxiety levels aren't high, so that they're not, you know, their, 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 their adrenaline's not rushing, that's preventing them from sleeping and, and being able to relax. Um, let, them, let them have full confidence in you and your word and, and give us as, as a body of Christ, give us a, a desire to, to just really delve into your word, to eat, to drink it, to breathe it, to, 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 to crave it, to really study it, not to just read a couple of sentences, say, oh, I got my word in, but no, to really study it and to understand it so that we can stand on it. Um, Lord, we just love and we honor you, and uh, we thank you for your divine will. We thank you for the provision and favor over all of our lives. We thank you that you have a plan for each and every one of us that's for good and not for harm. And uh, just give your people what they need. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right. Pull up my notepad. Yeah. 
808. Okay, so since there's quite a bit, I'm going to unmute, get your name, and pray. That way we get to everybody. Terrence giggled. We are going to get to everybody. <laughs> no, we are. I promise we are. First, 
where you say, no, nah, that I'm not allowing that to hurt me anymore. Like I, I've already been hurt by it. I'm not going to keep being hurt over and over. Like it, it serves me nothing to allow myself to continue to be re-hurt. And these, these are conversations I've had to have with myself and still have to have with myself about certain things. Because sometimes a person can do something to you and you're like, you know, I forgive them. I'm this, I walk and then you hear their name and you feel the, the, the hairs on the back of your neck stand because of what they did to you and the type of person that they are. And you got to be like, you know what? Nope. That, that's already happened. They did that. That's just the type of person that they are. But you know that I'm not going to allow that to um, make me feel like a victim because I that is what's done is done. It's happened. I've moved past that. And so the Lord's going to show you how your mentality is going to change. Like it's, it's going to change your 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 trajectory. Right. Sometimes we feel like we're stagnant, and it's not that. It's not the enemy. It, it, it's our mental. We've got to get our mind right. Um, and so the Lord's going to show you. And sometimes we don't even realize that. We don't know what it is. We're trying to figure it out, right? We're fasting. We're praying. We don't know what's going on. And it and it'd be the mental. There's something about the mind. You know, the Word of God talks about what to think on. It talks about renewing your mind. There's just something about the mind. It's my belief. And I'm not saying that this is biblical. I'm, I'm, I'm like, Paul, this is me speaking, not the, not the Lord. It's my belief that the mind is like some sort of magnet, <laughs> and that you 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 like what you think on is what you like usher in. It's something spiritual about it because even like your mind, you you don't um, see it right. It's not like the rest of your body parts where you can see it. Like you can't see thoughts. We can see our brain, so we know that thoughts are are there, right? They say that they they are in the brain, and we know when you study the brain right, and cognitive function and all that kind of stuff, lobes and this, that, and the other. We know that certain things in the brain help to generate thoughts, but there's something about what is a thought, right? There's just something about it that, that I believe it's, it's spiritual and it helps attract the things that God has for you. So that's the word for you, Lord. We thank you for Lisa. We thank you that you are um, any, any area of her life where she feels like a victim, that you're, you're, you're flipping that around and showing her she's a victor. That, that past hurts and experiences, they don't have to keep hurting her. She's already suffered the hurt. She suffered already. She doesn't have to keep suffering the hurt. And, 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 and where is the hurt now? If the body is healed, right, if the situation is healed, what is, where is the hurt coming from? It's coming now from the mind, the thoughts. So I thank you, Father, God, that you're cleansing her thoughts. You're changing her mind, changing her mind. And even that's going to be something that she's going to speak to herself when, when things come up to say, no, I've changed my mind. And changing her mind is going to change her trajectory. I thank you that she's walking in, in peace and blessing and that you're, you're quieting the, all the noise around her. All the, there's just been noisy thoughts, right? Noisy. When, when something's noisy, it's, 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 it's one thing when somebody says something is loud. But when somebody says something is noisy, it's, it's irritating. So it's like you've been having these loud, irritating thoughts, um, Lisa, and, and the Lord is going to quiet them, going to quiet the noise. So, Lord, we just thank you for it. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. You got anything, Karen? Amen. All right. 919-292, who are we speaking with? Hello, um, Terrence and Tanisha. This is Shaquilla. Hey, Shaquilla. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys? You're doing great. Let's pray for you. Glad you called in tonight. Okay. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for Shaquayla, Father God. We just thank you for the the slowing down. Um, sometimes a life moves very fast, um, and I see things slowing down for you. It, it's just like when you're in a moving car. Um, oftentimes, if you dream of cars, like you're in a car in a dream, it's usually an indication of your of your life. Um, but like if you're in a car and somebody's driving really really fast, you can't even enjoy like the scenery. Cause it's just, it's just moving too fast. But when things are slow, you, you, you see certain things. Like even in our neighborhood, we've, we've been living out here for about two years now, coming up on two years. And the other day um, we were stuck in some traffic and I noticed um, a house that I'd never seen. It was like deep pushed off an older home. Cause we're in an area that um, it was farm, farmland. And they're now um, developing it. So some of the, um, landscape is still like farms and animals and some of it is just these, you know, big plots of land with a small home on it. And a lot of times the homes are, are, are abandoned. Some of the homes are still very nice though. They're older homes. Um, but I noticed the other day there was this home just sitting there and I'm like, oh, I never noticed that was there. And it's obvious it was old and it's, not, it's obvious it wasn't dumped there, right? It's a home. But I was like, oh, I never noticed that because normally, you know, we're driving that particular stretch of road is, is one where you move very fast. So you really can't drive slower. You're going to probably get rammed into because it's a, it's, a, um, it's a high miles per hour road, but there was traffic, so I was able to see it. Um, and, I, and I found that enjoyable. I love older homes. But um, it's like God is slowing. He's going to slow things down so that you can – enjoy things, even enjoy things that have always been there, right? Sometimes we just don't know because we've just been moving so fast that we don't even know what's been there. It's like I've been out here almost two years and didn't notice it <laughs> until we were able to be slow in that area. And I thought, I'm like, oh, that's nice, you know. I'm pretty sure they'll eventually tear it down and put some some more homes on it, but it was nice to see. Um, so that's what I see with you, uh, Shaquilla, that things are just going to slow down so that you can enjoy things. Because even if you eat fast, you know, you don't enjoy your food. When you chew slow, you really enjoy it. You can taste all the flavors. I have a gift where I can taste flavors in food and then recreate it. Like if I chew my food slow, I'm like, okay, this has got, you know, garlic, salt, and thyme, and blah, blah. I could taste all the the flavors in it. Same with, like, perfumes. I love perfume because I can smell the different notes. Like, oh, this has got amber in it and oud and, and, you know, uh, gardenia or whatever, rose. Like, I, I love smelling, I love good fragrances because I can smell all the different things in it. Um, and so it's like, you're going to be able to enjoy the things, like all the different things that's there. They've always been there, but you're just moving too fast. Like, you eat too fast, you act like me, if I eat too fast, I can't taste the different flavors that's in food. But if I eat it slow, I can't. So I'm like, oh, I didn't know this had this, that, and this in it because I ate it too fast. And so it's not that it's going to be new things. It's things that's already there, but it's just how life has been moving why you haven't been able to enjoy them. But they're there. So there's just things around you that that's are enjoyable, but you haven't had the opportunity to because you've just been moving fast. So, Lord, we just thank you for Shaquilla. We thank you for slowing things down so that she can enjoy things, so that she can uh, – see what's around her and, and just enjoy everything that's around her in this stage 
of her life, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Next, 754-255, who are we speaking with? Hello. Hey, who are we speaking with? Can you hear me? This is Donald, Donald and Tanya. Yeah, Donald and Tanya from uh, Miami. I knew it. How are you? <laughs> doing good, doing good. Amen. Well, let's pray for you guys. And I heard that you guys called in to Randy last night, but I I think I fell asleep. Like right when when you said Donald and Tanya from Miami, I was just I was out of there. I was looking forward to hear what y'all was talking about because I'm always blessed <laughs> by your conversation, but. I'm about to uh, go back and listen. But I'm glad you called in tonight. Let's pray for you guys. Heavenly Father, oh. we thank you. We thank you for Donald. Lord, we thank you for. Um, we just thank you that he's going to be able to to do the things that he desires to do. It's like Donald. It's like I see like a scale, and, and it's like what you want versus what life has been. Well, what it feels like life has been handing you. And I see it evening, like the scales, to where the things that you desire, it's going to line up to what, how, how, you, how your life is going. Right? We know life doesn't quote unquote hand us things because we're in the, we're in the hand of, of God, but it feels like that. Cause you know, people, people say things like that, like, Oh man, life's treating me rough and this and the other. No, we're not subject to quote unquote life. We're subject to God. So everything that he's doing, everything that's happening in our life is for our good. And, and, and it serves a purpose. So nothing happens to us that, that God is not, you know, a, that God is unaware of, but it, you're going to see like your want, the things you desire, how you want your life set up in, in life, it's going to, like, be the same. Because right now it's not the same, but it's, it's, it's going to be the same. So just continue to hold on um, to the Lord and continue to, 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 to have a perspective of I didn't miss nothing, right? I, I didn't – I'm not doing something wrong. I'm not – I'm not in, in, I'm not out of order, right? I'm not in the wrong place. I didn't miss the boat. I didn't miss the train. Like I'm where I, I'm supposed to be and, and, and everything is in God's timing. Cause sometimes it feels like that. Like we're, we'll, we'll work hard towards things. Like we have goals, right? People are goal oriented and, and, it, and it feels like you're not reaching it. And you're like, am I doing something wrong? You start to question yourself. Like, is it me? Am I out of order? Am I out of step? Did I when I when I did this was I not supposed to do that? Was I supposed to do this? And you'll drive yourself nuts thinking something is on you, but it's just time. That's all it is. It just be a matter of timing. So you just have to have patience in the wait and trust God in the wait, and 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 know that everything's working out for your good. Know that you know everything your your needs are going to be met. You know your family's going to be taken care of. Like everything's going to. To be, it's gonna, it's gonna be good. It is good already. Even, even when it don't feel good, it's good because it's teaching you something and it's giving you more perspective and it's allowing your opportunity to see God work in new ways. It's making you more relatable. So, like everything that happens to us, even when it feels bad, is good. But you're about to see them like it's gonna line up. 
it's really going to line up. You're going to be able to live your life the way that you want your life to be lived. Like you're on, you're on the verge of that. So Lord, we thank you for that and let that be done in Jesus name. Amen. And Lord, we thank you right now for Tanya. We thank you for, for, for her just um, being the queen of the castle. Um, and, and, and you Lord really teaching her how to, what, what that means and, 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 and how to do her part. Right. Cause in, in, Kingdoms, there's the king and then there's the queen, right? And each of them have a, a very um, significant role. Uh, um, a lot of times I say the queen does more because she's running the household. She's doing all these different things. Um, but more people focus on the king than the queen. But the queen is always very, very significant. Like the king couldn't even do what he wants to do without the queen. But God is really going to teach you and, and show you how to how to rule in, in, in your role, like how to rule, how to rule your household, how to rule your subjects, right? Because kings and queens have subjects, and their subjects are those that they are over. Um, and God has placed you and, and Donald over people, providences, right? There's, and, and you might not be able to, you know, you might not put a crown on and have purple clothes and walk on a, on a red carpet, right? But you, that doesn't mean that you're not over things. Um, but God's going to teach you how to rule your, your subjects, how to rule your subjects, um, even though sometimes the subjects don't even know that you, they're your subjects, but that doesn't mean that they're not your subject. Um, so he's going to teach you on, on, on how to rule, how to rule in your role. So we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. You got anything? No? Keep rolling. Two five one two two nine. Who are we speaking with? Hi, this is Sarah calling from Alabama. Hey, Sarah, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are y'all doing? Great. We're doing great. Let's pray for you. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for Sarah. We thank you for for just the the I see bubbles. I like bubbles. Um. I see things like bubbling, like, like, I don't know what, what, what the Lord is showing me, but that's what I saw. Like I saw bubbles, like not the kind that you, um, there you go. There's this, yeah. Celebration. Yeah. There you go. That's because of the look. It looks foamy. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, apple cider. So that's what it looks like. Like, cause I'm like, okay, it's not like bubbles that you blow from the, you know, the little pack and you have the little, stick with the circle and you blow it. But yeah, that's what it looked like. Foamy bubbles. Yeah, so that's what I see. A celebration. A celebration bubbles. Because it looks like the bubbles from apple cider. That's what I drink when I celebrate. I don't drink alcohol. I don't judge people who do, but I don't. But um, apple cider is very foamy. It's very bubbly. So yeah, that's exactly what I'm seeing. Celebration bubbles. So Lord, we just thank you for the, the that she's coming into a, a celebration um, where she wants to toast. Right? Because we toast when we celebrate things. Uh, me with my apple cider with the bubble. And uh, so, yeah, you're, you're, you're coming into that time. Celebrate things. It's, it's, it's something of great significance, right? Because we can celebrate life every day. We could take a toast every day because we, we woke up. But so, so something significant that's about to happen that's a cause for celebration. 
So, Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you for the victory in every area of her life. We thank you for the friends. We thank you for the, the, the companionship. We thank you for the, um, the provision, and we thank you for vision, too, provision and vision. Um, you open for her and then showing her um, what you want her to do in these, these, her next steps. So let that be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Terrence. That's definitely apple cider bubbles. Next is 251342. This is Latrice from Bama. Hey, Latrice, how are you tonight? Ain't nobody stopping my shine. I know, it that's is right. real. Yeah. They better get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, we just thank you uh, for Latrice tonight, Lord. We thank you that uh, just like she said, nobody's, uh, nobody's stopping uh, her shine because you shine through her. And uh, thank you, Father God, that, that people are, are drawn to her. Um, they're drawn to the love in her that, that is you. Um, and as people are drawn to her, that she's going to have a boldness to speak over them, speak over their lives, um, speak blessings over them, and even and speak uh, correction over people. Um, there's so many people that need to be corrected. Um, I thank you, Lord, that you're using her as a voice, um, even within the body of Christ, um, within leadership, to correct. Because um, some, some leaders are just in error, and um, they, they, just, they just need correction. But thank you, Father God, that they're going to accept the correction because they're going to be drawn to her, um, which really they're drawn to the light in her. And so when she speaks to them, um, they're, they're going to be accepting. They're going to be accepting of the correction um, because they're going to know that she didn't seek them out, that they sought her out, um, and, and they're going to know that it's a divine appointment. So we just thank you for the, the light shining in her, Father God, um, that's the light that's going to to, to tell people of the good news and the light that's going to correct people who already know the good news, but who have just stepped a little out of error, you know, into error. They have good hearts. They want to serve you, but they're just um, needing some, some, some correction. And I thank you that you're going to use a trace to deliver that. Let that be done in Jesus name. Amen. Next is 803991. You there? 803991. Hello. There you go. Hey, who are we speaking with? Hey, this is Angela, South Carolina. Hey, Angela, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you all doing? Doing great. Glad you called in tonight. Let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for Angela. Father God, we thank you for you showing her the uh, revealing great mysteries, um, things that are that are that are hidden. Um, that you're going to to reveal them to her, uh, make them very clear, very plain to her, um, to where she has a, a very robust understanding of it. It's like there's things that are just hidden, um, Angela, that God is really going to show you, um, kind of like hidden treasures, right? There's There are hidden treasures. Um, I even read a story recently where a lady inherited a home from an aunt or something like that. And uh, the dishwasher, no, it was the dryer, stopped working. And so they're trying to troubleshoot it, and I don't know why they ended up moving it. And uh, there was like $15,000 of cash hidden under the dryer. So it was there all along, but her, she had her, you know, 
aunt was old school and believed in like, you know, keeping cash on hand and putting it in an odd spot. So she said if the dryer would not have stopped working, she would not have found the $15,000. So it's like there's things that are, 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 are hidden that you're going to find, um, like treasure, and then some things that are mysterious that God is going to make very plain to you. So, Lord, we thank you for that. Let that be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Next, 225-454. Who was speaking with? Hi, Karen from Louisiana. Hey, Karen. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. Let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Karen. Father God, we thank you for her being the voice of reason um, within, within her community, the voice of reason within her family. Um, a lot of people are unreasonable. Um, I see it all the time. Um, I, I think it's a combination of, of, of bad training, bad teaching, societal norms, um, the things that entertainment show. Just There's a lot of unreasonable people, and, and they don't know, bless their hearts, they don't know that they're unreasonable because this is what's normal to them. Like, I thank God for coming up the way I came up because I came from a different time you know, being uh, born in the late 70s, you know, a small child in the 80s, um, into the 90s and all that, like, times were just different then. So I I see the difference of, like, when something was reasonable versus something unreasonable. I see what's normal, and for me it's not normal because I came from a time where that wasn't normal. So a lot of these people, they don't know that they're unreasonable, right, because they come from a very selfish generation, Um, But I see you, Karen, being the voice of reason and being able to change people's minds um, in a way that really, truly changes their mind, right? Um, It's one thing to try to convince somebody. It's another thing to to change their mind. To change their mind means just that. Their mind has changed. They don't think think the same about the situation. They think differently now. So, Lord, we thank you for for giving Karen the words um, where people accept accept the truth um, so that they can see when they're unreasonable, when, when, when they're just erring and, and they will accept the truth and change their mind so that they can change their ways. Um, so we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. That's, it. That's a good word. Uh, next is 872-529. Who is speaking with? Hello. My name is Eddie from Illinois. Hey, you said Eddie? Yes, that's me. Hey, Eddie, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. Let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Eddie. We thank you, Lord, for uh, the the spirit of teaching in him. Um, It's like teachers. I love teachers. Um, Terrence and I talk about teachers all the time. Like a lot of when we were coming up, teachers didn't just teach academics. They taught uh, manners, right? It taught about uh, just generally um, being quote-unquote good people, right? We know nobody's good according to the word of God. We're all like filthy rags. We're righteous through Christ. But I'm just saying they taught about being kind, um, being proper, having manners, etiquette, and all sorts of things. Um, And and I see you, Eddie, having that type of spirit in you to to teach, to teach people, not just um, in a traditional sense, because typically when there's teachers, they have subject matter that they teach, right? Like we have... uh, first grade teachers, they teach all first grade, or math teachers, or Bible teachers, but I see you teaching people about life, like how to live, how to, how to do life, 
um, and, and how to do it from a biblical perspective because the world has ways of doing things and the word has ways of doing things. But you're, you're, you're naturally, that's like what you're called to do. You're called to teach people. Um, and, and sometimes teaching, all teaching doesn't look the same. Like all teachers are not in a classroom. Sometimes you just are teaching by example. Um, sometimes it is you really having a one-on-one with the person. Um, sometimes it, it comes in the form of what a person might look at as advice. Um, but you're, you're naturally called to teach people, to teach them. Lord, just uh, 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 expand that gifting in him and, and have people drawn to him, Lord, that need to be properly taught. Um, Teachers are, are just so beyond that title. Like teachers are even like in the form they parent, you know, our, my teachers coming up, they, they parented us too. Um, they disciplined us when we need to be disciplined. Um, they corrected us. So it wasn't just about learning, like say, you know, history and science and all that kind of stuff. Like they went beyond that. Um, so I see that in you, Eddie, you're really called to teach, um, which when you teach, you, you parent um, in a sense, too. So, Lord, we thank you for that gift being um, uh, just just expanded, um, expanded and 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 strengthened, and let people just be drawn to Him that need to be taught properly. Let that be done in Jesus' name. Amen. I got everybody. I'm so glad. I'm glad that you guys all called in. Call back at 8:45 so that you can um, listen to Randy's show. And let me give you the number real quick. It's 319-527-6737. Hit one, get in the queue. Wednesdays, he typically um, gives a message. And then after the message, everybody who has their hand up, get your name, praise for you, prophesize. Um, Randy's just been on fire. He's been on fire like the last couple of years. But, I mean, it's just been amp- amping up. So make sure you you call into his show, call into all the shows. If you haven't been listening to the Revelation series, you're missing out. Listen to those Revelation series um, that's been being preached and the weekend host. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Love you all. Until next time, good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.